Today's date is August 4th, 2023, and this is episode 33. Hi, punks. Going to school, huh? Yeah. Why don't you play fish hooky and come fishing with us? Yeah, boy. They're sure biting. Get thee behind me, Satan, and don't push. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Now Jesus went to the desert 40 nights and 40 days. When he got tired and hungry, his father, he would pray. But the devil came to Jesus, said, if you want to be fed, why don't you turn these big old worthless stones to bread? Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Then the devil came to Jesus to the temple up on top. And he said, if you are the son of God, you fall for this golden rock. For the scripture says that angels will slow your falling down. And they'll gently put your feet back on the ground. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Then the devil came to Jesus, doing mountaintop to show all the cities and the nations and the kingdoms here below and the devil gave told jesus you can have all that you see if you will just bow down and worship me get behind me satan jesus said get behind me satan jesus said get away from me satan jesus said you don't tempt the lord thy god get behind me satan jesus said get behind me satan Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, he said, don't tempt the Lord thy God. Hello and welcome, everyone. This is an official Godcast. Thank God it's Friday. Yes, it is. The weekend is here. My name is Ron Johnston. And as always, I'm here with Lightworks Mary. Tonight, giving her testimony, our special guest. You know her as Nikki All In. Nikki. Mary, what's going on? I don't know. I'm glad it's Friday. There's something special about Fridays, isn't it? I know. 
Thank you. God it's Friday, for real. <laughs> for real. <laughs> They've been saying that all along. <laughs> I've had one of those days and it's just like, I've been like, you know what? It's Friday. You ain't getting me to down. You ain't getting me down today. <laughs> it's Friday. <laughs> no, that's right. That's right. Uh, you're going to have to do a lot to get me down on a Friday. Yeah, I think you said too. it last week. You know, I really look forward to it all week. Yeah. It's yep. really nice to it's, be here. It's a special time for sure. What'd you do this week? Well, I'm, you know, in accounting, so it's the first week of the month. So very busy at work, just counting them beans. <laughs> and then I was actually, I was picking a lot of beans in my garden too this week. Yes. So. yes. Green beans. Yes, a ton. I brought some into work today too. So I said, here's the bean counter with the beans. Nice. And I gave some away today. <laughs> So I've been bringing cucumbers and I think my coworkers are sick of cucumbers. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the tomatoes aren't ready yet. They're green, but oh. they just aren't right yet. This oh, I got some maters. Do you? I got some maters. I got some, a few in my garden, but I also got a few from a coworker brought in Yeah. to me. He had heard that I hadn't had very many of them. Uh -huh. So, and I said, man, I would really like a BLT, but I don't hardly have my tomatoes aren't coming in yet. He brought in like nine tomatoes for me. Oh, man. Isn't it great to share? Yes. So I'm talking about BLTs at work, too. I said, you know, as soon as as soon as them tomatoes are right, I got some lettuce growing, too. I'm going to bring some tomatoes, some lettuce, and we'll have to go up to the meat market, get some bacon. And, you know, I do that homemade bread. So we're going to get down on some oh, BLTs yeah. one Friday. It's going to be, be so awesome. good. I can't wait. I I had one for, or actually, I had two for breakfast this week. <laughs> Everybody at work hates me because I'm always cooking something for breakfast, like leftover spaghetti or bacon, you know. So, hey, let me ask you, who do we got coming here next week? Next week, we have Kit Kat. Man, I love that girl. I know. We're going to lift her up in prayer tonight, too. So, for. She's lost her brother, so we're going to lift her up. And uh, the week after that, we have Janine Perolini, and she's a friend of mine from the ranch out here in Minnesota. And she also goes by Prof in a Box on YouTube. Okay. She's got a YouTube channel, and she's uh, taking everybody on a journey that she's got one of these tiny house type things in a van. Really? And she's a professor at Bethel University. So that's why she's, her channel is called Prof in a Box. So she's going to be on uh, the 18th of August. That's exciting. And, yes. And then you've got somebody after that that you're excited about too. I am Eric Rice. Uh, for those on Telegram, he had a page called Critical Rice Theory. And uh, he does a daily prayer every day. And uh, the man's just solid. He's great. I'm so excited that he said yes. Um, I didn't know him. I just sent him a DM and let him know what we were doing. And, and he was excited about it. Yes. <laughs> I yeah, love that's it. really great, isn't it? It is. It is. And then, um, and then after that, we'll have Pastor Holmes coming back. Pastor yes. Holmes, if you guys haven't heard, episode eight, Pastor Holmes did a segment on salvation. And it was awesome. If you're curious about what salvation is, Pastor Holmes on episode eight, and he's going to be back here the first Friday of September for mm -hmm. questions. It's going to be an open forum. 
So if you have questions about salvation or anything in the Bible, anything at all, um, drop them questions down and bring them with you. First, first Friday of September, September 1st, that'll be episode yeah. 37. And then you Holy share that smokes. with your friends too. You Holy know? smokes. After that, we got Daryl Boyer. Oh I mean, yeah. I mean, we've just, <laughs> this is why we get so excited for, we got, we got Nikki all in tonight. I mean, how do you not get excited for Fridays? It's just I incredible. Know. Oh man. And we've got great guests listening here live. Oh my goodness. How blessed are we? Thank you, Lord. Super blessed. Thank yeah, you, super Lord. Super blessed. Uh, so let's talk to our guests this week. Nikki, how are you doing? Hi, Ron. Hi, Mary. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Hi. It's a little, a little nervous being on this side, but Mary talked to me earlier this week and and got most of the jitters out. You know, you wouldn't think as much as I talk that I would get nervous, but I do. No, I didn't think that at all. You do four podcasts a week. You do more than us. How are you going to get nervous? <laughs> You're a veteran at this thing, man. You know? Well, right now I'm on a break on the evening shows just because it's prime, you know, harvest time and yeah. getting things going with the garden and stuff like that, swapping over for fall planting. So I had to, and to take some of those evenings off to be able to do that because our heat is insane lately. It's very humid and oh. it's afternoons, it's inside and early mornings, later evenings, it's out there in the garden trying to get stuff done then. Mm -hmm. What's the temperature out there right now? Um, today, I'm not really sure. It's around like upper 80s, 90s. Oh yeah, and humid, yeah. Yeah, today it says now it's 85. Um, we've been kind of lower this week. It was very nice. I think it was Tuesday, Wednesday. I came out and it was just kind of like springtime. It was beautiful, not very humid. And I was like, oh, am I back in the desert again? <laughs> yes. Anyway, this is nice. I can take this, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a nice reprieve from the heat and it'll come back again. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get some, a little cooler weather when we go to Kansas in September. So. Yeah. I'm wondering how the humidity is going to be there because I think it's kind of like it is in like Missouri and in Kentucky and Tennessee and here, it's just, I'm kind of, we're yeah. not enough North to get rid of or West to get rid of that humidity, unfortunately. So we'll see. It'll be fun either way though. I mean, Oh, I know. Right. It's great. And yeah really humid everybody had sweat stains and <laughs> i know we were really in the soup last time you know in missouri that was wow so i think it'll be great either it's way it's so hot there it is unreal hot there at times i've i've been there and it's been over 100 and and, and you just sit in the shade and sweat <laughs> it's just something else <laughs> yeah you know, they, they say michigan like, is humid and i've lived in florida and uh you know it's humid there too and i just thought yeah it's i'll be used to it. it's no big deal you know and i got there and i was like this is almost unbearable <laughs> man it's tough living just said in chat that's 111 there so we should not complain <laughs> yeah where, where where is it 111 she's in arizona arizona yeah, yeah, it was 82 here today and it was too hot. <laughs> I 
I couldn't wait to get home and jump in the pool. I just couldn't wait. <laughs> but my boys yeah. are swimming in the pool all day long. Lucky kids. Yes. Gosh, that sounds nice to be able to come in and just jump in the pool and cool off. I remember those days. We yeah. don't have a pool now, but we did. Yeah. It's refreshing, especially after you're hot and you've worked all day and on a Friday. Yeah. 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 I'll tell That's you, where I'm going after this. Before we got sure. the pool, we used to just have them little kiddie pools. I'd get right in that kiddie pool too. I'm, you know, I'm not too proud. <laughs> right down to the kiddie pool, you gotta <laughs> cool down. It gets so hot. Oh, you know, you want to hear something really? Like we always call it redneck, but my my sister in law, we were camping one year with the kids, and uh, we went for the week, and our husbands, you know, t went back to work, and so we're hanging out with the kids, and it was so hot. And here we are, we got to have a campfire anyway, you know, because it's, it's camping and it's 100 degrees out, but we're having a campfire. And so we had their coolers filled with ice for our feet sitting around the campfire. Yeah, that works. <laughs> and I still have melted stains, melted uh, part of my cooler. I still have the cooler, the Coleman. <laughs> it's melted on one end from the fire. Oh, I thought but, you were going to yeah. say it was melted from the one where your hot feet went in there and melted it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then we also had the fan blowing on us from over by the camper where the plug-in was. So, yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome. That's how we do it. Beautiful. So. That's hilarious. Okay. That's up in Minnesota, too. You know, that sounds yeah. like we would do down here and, and probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it takes, you know. Okay. Should well, we get started? Yeah, let's get started. I can't wait to hear what Nikki's going to share tonight. <laughs> I can't either. So, I know. I'm so excited. Nikki, have you given your testimony on any of these podcasts before? Did you give it on yours or? Um, uh, it's going to be the first time. I've talked okay. this about things that have gone um, on different shows as they relate, but I've not ever officially given my testimony. So, okay, first, and I'm so awesome. happy it is with you guys because I love this show. I love what God is doing here through y'all, and you know, all glory to Him, definitely, because I can see He's taken this and ran with it. And to see your schedule, it's it's amazing. So many people coming together and sharing. So. I'm honored to be able to give my first testimony. And, and these testimonies are so powerful. I got to tell you, I had someone this week contact me and tell me they wanted to give their testimony. And this was a person who told me their testimony before I was saved. And I got to tell you what it did to me. I, I wouldn't be here without that, without that testimony that was given to me. This, I'm not going to go into all of it, you know, she gave me a, I think she gave me like a 10 minute version back then, but, uh, this woman was left for dead at one point and to see where she's at now is absolutely incredible. Only by the grace of God, can you get, can you get there through, through, through this? Yeah. And, yeah. um, so yeah, testimonies are so important, um, for anyone that's listening, if you want to come and give your testimony, please do, uh, it, it will it will move somebody um there's always that one person out there that just needs to hear your story yes. you know, we're all so different you know we all have mm -hmm. the same root sins but our stories are all so different and and every story that's told 
there's somebody out there that you just you just move just a little bit closer to God. You just planted that seed, and you might be the reason why they got saved. You just don't know. So, um, yeah, so awesome that you're here, Nikki. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. Can we start with the opening prayer? Yeah, who wants to pray tonight? <laughs> Ron wants to pray tonight. I want to pray every night. I do. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I will. Okay. All right, let's bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much again for bringing us all here. Thank you for everyone that's listening. Lord, we are here only to glorify you and to praise you. You know, this, this Godcast is not mine. It's not Mary's. Lord, this is yours. Everything here is yours. And we are all here because of you to worship you fellowship in your name and it's such a pleasure to be here lord to do your work we thank you so much for nikki just to give her the courage to come and give her testimony lord she wouldn't be here without you we're all here because of you lord and we thank you so much for that we thank you for everybody that's listening whether it's now here live or in recording and we pray that this testimony will help someone get closer to you, Lord, whether it's salvation or just, you know, someone who's already saved, just to encourage them to be a little bit closer to you. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Ron. Thank you. Yeah, that was beautiful. You're welcome. All right, Nikki, the floor is yours. Let us know what God did in your life. Okay, now is when the nerves are like kicking. Okay, I'm just going to go. I'm not going to look at chat. I'm just going to look at your beautiful faces. <laughs> well, I'm looking I at your beautiful faces. I wouldn't face, go that so. far. Y'all are beautiful. Maybe in God's eyes. <laughs> God doesn't make mistakes. So, yeah. There's a reason why we're on Podbean <laughs> and not Rumble. <laughs> yeah, I have to be in my PJs on this. And uh, I, that's I, right. And I think Conley's done a couple of shows with just this shirt and maybe underwear, I think. You know? Yeah, on <laughs> <and> unmentionables. <laughs> That sounds just yeah. like Conley. Yeah, it does. I had to have some humor before we dive into this. Some of it is um it's sad and there's a lot of goodness and then a great ending. So I was praying this week and I've been praying for a little bit. You know, I talked to you guys about coming on um a few months ago. Y'all y'all had a book schedule and and that's a good thing. And so it gave me time to really, you know, at that moment I had in my mind what I wanted to speak about. And so then the time went on and I wasn't quite sure. And even me and Mary had spoke this week and I'm like, there's many different parts that I can start from or go to, you know, God's worked in my life in many ways. And so he's given me through a lot of, of lessons. I don't like to call them mistakes, but lessons through many lessons. He's given me a lot of different testimonies. But the one testimony that kept standing out in, in, in my mind and that I kept hearing in my ears was the testimony about how, um, how I come to find 
my husband. And so I'm going to go with that one. But before I get there, I'm going to give y'all a short, brief um, little backstory to kind of know how it was like for me before him and even before I was a a strong Christ follower. Um, the child, and I've spoke about this, I think, on Jennifer Renee's show, um, Echoes, that she had done, her podcast, um, started out, I... I something in me just drew me close to the Lord. And um, I was raised mostly by my grandparents, a few different family members, because my mom was in and out of jail, had went to prison a couple times. My dad had went to jail a few times. So I bounced back and forth between relatives house, but mainly I was with my grandmother and grandfather who I called Nana and Papa. And so you know, one of the times I was back with them, I can recall like five years old, maybe six, um, I would walk at that time. It was me and my cousin would walk up to the church that was, it was the next street over, but it was where I could walk up my road, cut through and go to the church. And we would go through the Wednesday night, RA for the boys, GA for the girls, um, kind of like little Sunday school, but in the evening. Um, on Sundays, I was just really embarrassed to kind of go by myself and my grandparents, my grandfather wasn't really able to go and, and she at that time had to take care of him. So, you know, I just didn't go on Sundays, but I always knew the Lord. So I had that, um, I guess that child's faith. And then, you know, I stayed with them on and off until I was about 15 years old. Um, from the time I think I was I think it was four or five. And, you know, Christ was in and out of my life as far as going to church goes. But after that, um, I got kind of separated away when I got back with my mom. And until I was a teenager. And so I didn't really have that strong connection scripturally. But I had that blind faith that I knew that there was God. I knew that that was Jesus, that Jesus died, he was resurrected, and that I was saved by believing in him, by confessing to him. Um, And so I was always mindful of that. And when I was 20, I was with a guy um, who's actually my my two daughters' dad. I was with him. Um, He was, we were together about seven and a half years I went through a very abusive situation with him, uh, with my first child, with my oldest, Caitlin. Um, he, he, when he found out he was pregnant or that we were pregnant with her, um, he had beat me and tried to make me lose her. Um, oh, wow. And just, wow. just an awful guy. And I, every time I would try to leave him, there were threats to my family, to myself. Um, he'd pull the phone cord out of the wall. He would, uh, um, there was one time he had a knife to me, you know, it was just really a bad situation. And I had gone from, you know, when I was growing up, you know, I, I didn't have my mom and dad. And, and so I didn't want to bounce from house to house to house. So I tried to do what I could and be who they wanted me to be, to be pleasing in their eyes. So that way, you know, they wouldn't want to get rid of me. So with him, you know, I carried that in, you know, I carried that, that lack of 
of worth in to that relationship. And he had isolated me from my family, from my friends. Um, you know, he just was very possessive, very narcissistic and controlling. And so I did get away from him for a little bit. I went back to him and I got pregnant with my second child. And so I was, you know, pregnant with her. And then I'm like really stuck. And I'm like, okay, now what do I do? I'm a single mom. Well, not really a single mom, but we weren't married, thankfully, actually. But we weren't married. And I'm like, here I am. If I leave, I'm going to be a single mom. If I stay, am I going to wind up dead? Mm -hmm. With Caitlin, I had tried to actually go to a domestic women's, a battered women's shelter. And actually, we had I had two restraining orders against him at that time. Wow. Uh, but then I, I, for some reason, I decided to go back with him. And that's, you know, of course, I said I got pregnant with Brianna. And I stayed with him thinking, okay, he's going to change. And he did better. Um, but then I was working after I had Brianna. I had her in 2004. And I was working two different jobs. He was at home and he was accusing me of cheating on him while I'm working these jobs. He did have a night shift job that he lost for sexual harassment of another employee, which he, you know, as a narcissist does and somebody that's like that, it's, oh no, it's their fault. It's not my fault. Yeah. yeah. And, and I finally, I was like, this is never going to change. So I started saving up money and I had saved up money probably about a year and a half because it took a little while to be able to put it back where he didn't notice it, mm -hmm. but I did. And finally I had it all put back. And at the beginning of the year, I got a little bit of a tax return. And so I took that money and I actually got an apartment and started getting things moved in over there while he was not there. Um, he would be out running the streets with whoever. And so I was like, okay, this is my chance. And so I just one day I brought my mom and my dad, my stepdad down and we picked up my washer and my dryer and I left everything else and said, you know, I'm done. And I wondered at that time why God would put me in that kind of situation. How, you know, what I did wrong, what I did to deserve that. And at that point, I was, I was in a very dark place to where I wasn't quite sure. I mean, I didn't denounce Christ or anything, but my faith had gotten to where it had taken a very strong beating. You know, um, I had tried everything in my power to do the right thing and to be the right person and do what I thought I was supposed to do. And everything still kept backfiring. And I'm like, why, God? Why is this happening? And then I was, after I had, you know, left him, I was, I was still working, but I was only working one job at that time. And I had both the girls, they were in daycare. And I had, it was one of the nights that I was getting off work. I picked up the girls and I stopped by the gas station and I got gas, went home. I was really bored and I'm like, gosh, this is really, this is lonely, you know? And yep. so the next day at work, I was a hustle car.
believe it or not. And um, at the time, Jack was, he did the body work for the same dealership. And so I called up, or actually I got my friend to call up. (laughs) This guy, I have no clue what his name is. That was like, tell him he's the tall guy that looks really handsome and (laughs) on the phone. And his name was Larry. And when he listens to this, he's going to laugh because they find it hilarious with this story. Um, Larry gets on the phone and he thinks it's that I'm wanting to talk to him. And it wasn't wasn't him. And I was like, no, no, I want to talk to the other guy, the tall guy. And he's like, Jack. And I was like, I think maybe does it say Wilson on his name tag? And because he always, him and his dad, he got it from his dad. His dad would put his last name on his shirts and would put Wilson. It was a military thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, Jack did the same thing and put Wilson on his shirts. And so I had no idea what his first name was. Well, we went out, everything worked out. We went out to eat to a, for a lunch date, you know, trying to keep it casual because we weren't quite sure. And let me tell you, it was the worst first date in the history of first dates ever. He had just gotten out of a bad uh, relationship, marriage, and they had been separated a few months. I had just gotten out of a bad relationship and had been separated, you know, just a few months. And so (laughs) we were, you know, kind of talking about that. And it was just very, very awkward. And so after the date, you know, I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'll ever go out with this guy again. I don't (laughs) have anything in common. And so I went back and went back home. And let me tell you, this is where things started really getting interesting because at that point, I had hit, I hit a low. I was, um, I got to where I was drinking a lot of whiskey, a lot of Crown. I could go through a handle of Crown a night, which was not good, not at my size. Um, at that time, I was about 115 pounds soaking wet, five foot two, nothing. And so, I mean, that's a lot of liquor to go through in a night. And oh yeah, for sure. So I was, I was very, I mean, and I was keeping, I was fine. It was after my kids went to bed that I would do that and go to sleep. Usually, I passed out crying. And one night, I didn't, and I just sat there in bed. And I probably sat there in bed about three or four hours or so awake. And normally I lay in bed probably about 45 minutes. I'm running through the day's things and things for tomorrow. Did I do this? Did I do that? Oh, I've got this meeting coming up. I've got to have this thing done. You know, the checklist yeah. at yeah. night. Exactly. I did a checklist and, and I just got into prayer. And I hadn't, I'd been to church and I'd found a new church that I really was enjoying. And So I was like, okay, I'm going to pray. And led into probably one of the strongest, deepest prayers I'd ever had. I had prayed to God and I laid my heart out. I wound up falling by the time I was finished. Actually, by the time I got halfway through and I just let it out to God. I was like, God, please just bring me that person. The one that's like me, but enough opposite of me that balances me, that accepts me for who I am with my faults, my flaws and my faults and, and takes my children in as their children and loves them. And, you know, could just 
be honest with and that can be my my witness, you know, because Eve was Adam's witness. That's why God created Eve for Adam to have a partner so he wasn't alone. And I went into it and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed um, really hard. And within a few weeks, and I think this is a very rare circumstance that it happened. Within a few weeks, I'd seen him again at that same gas station um, because it's we're, we're in a small little bitty town. There's one police station in that town and there's one cop on duty at a time. So that's how small it was. And yeah. I saw him at the store and I was still lonely, but I didn't want to drink because I knew, you know, it wasn't good to keep doing that. That wasn't the answer. And so I asked him if he wanted to come over and watch a movie. And he did. And he's not really left much since. We've got <laughs> a lot of ups and downs. There's, and our first three years were kind of like the toddler times, you know, with the children. You got your terrible twos, yeah. your horrible, awful threes. And then fours are like, eh. By the time you hit 10, you start forgetting how many years it's been. <laughs> yes, yes. That's a great analogy. Oh and it's man. Just like, hey, we're still putting up with each other. That's pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> you know, and and it it is. He's been my best friend. He's been my rock. He's been there for me when you know my own parents haven't. And then to witness God work in my life another time, not just with him, but also through bringing um, with my, you know, with my health history, you know, I took that job at the hospital where I took the MMR and got a vaccine injury. Well, he still stuck through me, you know, through, through all the health stuff. And then when COVID stuff happened and I found Bear who brought me in as, you know, one of the mods for Bards and, and I wound up meeting everyone else through bards. I felt my family. I felt my tribe. You know, it's it's like everything finally melded well together. And I was like, I felt my place. I felt my what I'm supposed to be doing. Now he, I felt many things that I'm supposed to be doing. So I'm trying to figure out which one of those or where I'm supposed to focus that. But you know, it's just it's wonderful to have that because one of my favorite scriptures that I like to go back to, back to is, you know, with Philippians, um, is it 4-1, I believe? Be anxious for nothing. 4-6. 4-6, yes. It's in here in my kitchen. And it was ironic that it came with the hamper because it was one that was, you know, something that reminded me I'm not supposed to be anxious because... God's going to deliver me through. He's gotten me through so many things in my past with, you know, relationships and with heartache and trouble that I know that he's going to continue to get me through. And then with Hebrews 11, one with faith, you know, because the devil likes to attack our faith and he likes to try to get us away from God that way. And part of my keeping up with my faith was Hebrews 11, 1, about faith being the assurance of things hoped for, the convictions of things not seen. Yeah. 
That's actually, I painted it out in my garden on one of my raised beds because I wanted to remember that, you know, it's hard to remember so many ones because, I mean, there's a lot of good scripture in the Bible. There's a whole lot. It's hard to pick out some. Um, Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then another scripture that has always brought me solace is what I like to call the RPG. Um, for Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18, rejoice always. That's my R. Pray without ceasing, which is my P, and then give thanks, which is my G. Um, that I, is awesome. I'm going to remember that. Yeah, that's RPGs, strong. You know, I, I have to do different little word things to be able to remember stuff. I picked it up in nursing school and it stuck with me because there's so many different things that wound up going on in my head that if I don't find some kind of little mnemonic to remember things by, then um, I'm in trouble. I will forget. Here I am reading the chat, guys. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I'm just reading the chat. I was, I was, I'll have to tell you though, I was kind of wondering there? if we were going to be doing a part two. <laughs> God, look, it's still working. I know this is great. And, and I'm like, okay, it's 7:30. Well, here it's 7:37. I'm like, well, I kind of told that really fast. Maybe I should have give a little more back. <laughs> you can just keep on talking because we're loving you listening to you. <laughs> oh goodness, but yes, God, you know, He also with Him bringing me um, to Bard's Nation and. At that time, it wasn't even Barnes Nation. We hadn't, we were just, it was even before the B-Dad name. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, the way that that has evolved and grown and the family and the connections that have been made, it's just, it's surreal in a way. Um, but it, it's just so wonderful because there's so many of us that come from different walks and backgrounds and and have different stories and talents that we all can now combine and tell each other and share and learn through one another that it's amazing. Oh, I know. And just, you know, I'm just even thinking about your podcast and the, and the sister on scripture, just um, how much that is such a value to people and bless you for that. Thank you for doing that. Because it was, it's a really awesome uh, encouragement to people, I think. So, well, thank you. I love doing that's one. That's my favorite one. And I'll never not do that one if I can help it. Um, because going through, I, I've never read all of the Bible front to back. Mm-hmm. And I want to get through, and I've been checking off, trying to get through each chapter. And I'm, it, it holds me accountable doing that as well because i'm like i've got to be there i've got to read it i've got we're going to talk about this so it's like it's now it's just like i don't know like a habit kind of you know it's like okay it's monday it's 11 a.m yay we got scriptures you know and we finish up um we start lamentations on monday which is fun um i Limitations just just finished up Jeremiah. Yeah, we just finished Jeremiah. And so the Lamentations, though it's short, it's going to be 
going to be interesting um, to go through that. And then we're going to Ezekiel. And I've been so excited mm. to get to Ezekiel. I've waited um, just so that way it kind of orders up a little bit better into that. Yeah, that's going to be exciting. And Lamentations really is very relative to what's going on in the world right now. So that's a good, good book too, to be in. It is. And, you know, I, since I kind of went through the, the beginning and the middle so fast, I guess I could give you guys kind of an ending. Um, yeah. What he's doing now. Yeah. You know, we've been, Jack and I have been together since 2007 and we have our first grandbaby coming and she'll be born in November, not in Alaska. Now we were, we weren't sure if they were going to be stationed in Alaska or not. He had orders, but because of her term um, that she was, she can't fly after 30 weeks. And so it's a blessing to mom because I have been praying for them not to go. Yet, you know, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a long way. So, I mean, I know that I can make it because after the trip me and Brianna took um, going to Yuba City. Oh, yeah. Heck, that was actually the round trip with the miles. It was over 7,000 miles. And Alaska is actually like 4,000. So I'm like, hey, I could do Whoa. that. I can drive that. Yeah. Yeah. 4,000 and that we did over 7,000. And so I'm like, I can make that drive. And I know about the length of time it will take, but I don't want to do that if I don't have to or... If it's, you know, especially going into labor, it's like, oh, got their nail. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'll be sitting on the side of the road or something. So maybe. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. They're delayed a little bit till March. Um, my youngest daughter is getting ready to go to college. She has move in day next Saturday, um, which is so we'll have an empty nest. Um, and we're replacing that empty nest with pups. We're, we're just adding animals to replace the, the children that are leaving the nest. Nice. Jack said there's no way we can ever go back to a queen-size bed because if we do, he wouldn't have anywhere to sleep. <laughs> yes. we, let him sleep in the, we have cavaliers. We let them sleep in the bed with us. Yeah. And they're mess. But I love them. They're like little children. And they're fine. But yeah, we're... We've, we've got a baby, both of all three of our kids have now graduated high school and, you know, uh, two are in college, one's married, expecting a baby, you know, so God's doing some really good things, even though I get um, frustrated with the things that I can't do with my health limitations, I've learned to focus on what I can do. You know, if I think about all the thing all of the things that I can't do. Um, I get depressed and it gets it gets frustrating, you know? And so I'm just like, okay, well, you know what? I can still do this and this and this. So I'm gonna go do that. Do I enjoy pulling weeds all the time? No, but I can do it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean some people can't even you know, get into the garden to do that. So that's, that's a good way to look at it. You know, yeah, and I've started um, really getting some practice with the sourdough and made some sour. Or to pizza. Oh yeah. And she sent me a picture of that. Oh my goodness. It was, 
it was in a cast iron pan and it looked amazing. Yes. Um, Wait, sourdough Ron, pizza? I'll have to send you a picture of that. It, it was, sourdough pizza in a cast yeah. iron pan? Yeah. I'd give that yeah, a try. It, Anything in a cast iron pan is amazing, but yeah, yeah. you know, but I'm, this was, I'm whoa. not a big fan of yeah, sourdough. Good job. I'll try that. That was the first pizza and the first sourdough that I had actually made. I tried bread once and it, it was a major flop because I tried to do it in the toaster oven while we were getting our oven running. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, what happened to this thing? It looked pretty to start with, but it came out rock hard. It was not. <laughs> I did some flatbread um, that actually I, I would put, and it's like making a pancake, really. You put the batter in the frying pan, but I added some oregano and different spices in there to it and it actually wasn't too bad but that pizza and i wish i could have got a picture of the one that i did of ours our deep dish brianna wanted no no outer crust so i did hers all the way to the side um you know pizza topping stuff but it was it was really good and it was really easy um I hey put, do you mind if i share that on the guycast page sure go ahead i'm gonna right now Oh man, you guys, this is awesome. I did. Um, I had to add all purpose flour, salt, honey, and olive oil. And that uh, that was it. Maybe a little bit of water. I don't even know if I added any. I think I added a little bit of water, but not much. Um, and it was super fast, super easy, a great quick meal. And that used actually the starter discard. So that wasn't even like the starter that you're gonna make your bread with. Oh, and I did add some active yeast because um, I wanted to make sure it would rise really good because the sourdough, the density of it is hard to get it to get airy and fluffy and get, it's hard to cook it all the way through sometimes. So it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. It, I just it, shared it on the page. <laughs> it was really good. Really yeah. tasty. I'm, I haven't gotten on the bandwagon yet with the sourdough, so I'm, my congratulations to you for trying it for that. So, Well, I got it from um, Bob. He has a pretzel sourdough plant, uh, company, and I paid for the shipping, and he sent it to me. And I've kept it alive for like almost a year now, but I haven't been able to get anything out of it, really. But, so I was like, I've got to find something that I can use this with. I'm just feeding this. But I'm getting nothing out. So it's like, okay, I gotta get something. And Jack was able to get the oven fixed. So it's like, okay, I'm gonna try pizza. Yeah. Hey, I was gonna ask you a question, or not maybe not a question, but I just wanted to comment about something. I also thought it was so many times we have people on here and they talk about their grandparents. Like yeah, I just being that too being such an integral part of their faith. And so once again, you know, your story, you know, you talked about your grandparents and you were with them from five to, was it for 15, five uh, to 15? 13 to 15, because I went back and forth. Um, okay. She got back out and I went to stay with my mom at 13. And then um, we were in Milledgeville, Georgia, when they both got arrested. So I went 
back to my grandparents again until I was actually, I think I stayed there from 15 on until I actually moved out of Georgia to Florida. Well, okay. So do you remember, um, you know, anything specific that, I mean, how did they share the gospel with you or did they, you know, take you to church a lot or just reading the Bible? Or I, I think that would be really um, so many of us are our grandparents now becoming grandparents. And so that torch has been passed to us to, you know, to our grandchildren. And it just would be interesting to know for those of us who don't have that experience of their own grandparents, what that was like. And so just if you wanted to just share a little bit more about your grandparents and what, how that they fostered your faith, that would be awesome. Yeah, definitely. So my grandfather, um, he had gotten injured at, he worked at the Ford Motor Plant in Atlanta and he had gotten injured in an acid spill. So he was not really able to get out a whole lot, but my grandmother, um, I do recall many times going to church with her and my great grandmother, who was my grandfather's mom. Um, my great grandmother was Pentecostal. And so I went to uh, Pentecostal church with her. And then with my grandmother, even after my grandfather passed, um, we would go to a church of God then. Um, she was a very active member. Um, and I don't know, just seeing, you know, they, they kept and maintained the traditional role, you know, where the man was the provider and the woman was the nurturer. She was the homemaker. Um, so she was able to, you know, by getting me out, I was able to experience more churches and it got me interested in learning about the different religions and why people worship the way they do. Because, gosh, I think I was, I don't even remember. I was young, young. The first time I heard someone speaking in tongues. And I, I, I looked at my, she's Nana. I looked at my mm -hmm. Nana. I was like, Nana, Nana. <laughs> shh, shh. And I was the kid that would talk in church. And I'm like, Nana, 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 Nana. And she's like, shh, shh. And finally I said, what are they doing? But I was really loud. Yeah. She's like, monkey, because she called me monkey. She's like, monkey, shh. I'll tell you in a minute. And yeah. so afterward, we always did chicken after Sunday church. And we were sitting there and we were talking about it. And she explained what tongues was. And, you know, that that was something, a way that some people felt like they were communicating with the Lord and the Lord was communicating through them. And, I was just, I told her, I said, I just didn't know if they were sick or if something was wrong with them, if they needed help or were choking, you know. Oh, yeah. Right. What was going on? Mm -hmm. uh, and I mean no disrespect for anybody that um, speaks in tongues or is Protestant or anything like that. It was just a a different experience. And it and it helped open my eyes to many different religions and and I looked at many different ones. I, I looked at the Lutheran faith. I looked at um, Catholicism. I looked at several different ones. I even, not that I practiced any of them, but I had researched into the Hinduism and um, even the Torah, of course, the Torah and the Muslims. Um, 
I forgot what that one was. The Quran. Yeah, the Quran. And so I was just trying to compare so I can understand where when somebody's talking about um, their part, their religion, I can kind of understand where they're coming from. So that way, when I'm backing up my faith, I have I have an understanding of where they're coming from and I can relate like a lot of those I I don't I don't agree with. And so I will I won't argue with them. But I will let them know, hey, this is what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, put that little, sow that little seed and move on. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. And then when you're you're knowledgeable about what the other person believes, it's very helpful in discussion too. Definitely. And that's what, that's why I love what you guys are doing with the Godcast, because the testimonies you know, each person's testimony, every time they they speak about how Christ has worked in, in their lives, that could speak to somebody else that's going through something or has been through something similar and could possibly help them. Just like with my story, you know, I was, like we had talked about the other day, I was looking for love in all the wrong places. And I no. was, you know, and I was just feeling a void that once I finally filled with God, he was able to fulfill the other needs that I wanted and need or needed. You know, there's a difference between our wants and our needs and and God knows that. And sometimes he'll detour us. And there's a, a wonderful book called Detours that I absolutely recommend anyone um, read. I forgot the author. author. Um, I had failed it by accident on, I think it was on Audible. And it was a very good book. And it talks about how we, you know, we have free will and God's going to allow us to do what we want, even though it's not what he wishes for us, but Mm -hmm. he's still going to detour us back. You know, we're going to hit obstacles and complications and things that are just, you know, putting up a wall in front of us to where we've got to turn a different way. And that turns us back into his path. Oh and that yeah, happened with me. Um, at that time in my relationships and stuff, I I went with this guy with with my kid's dad, and was with him even though I knew he was bad for me. I knew I shouldn't be with him, but I did anyway because, like I said, I was looking for love in all the wrong places. And at the, the moment, he was making me feel wanted and making me feel needed, and then. You know, God's like, this isn't what you need. Now, God didn't allow the abuse to happen to me. That's something that evil did. But God was able to turn me around and give me the faith and the confidence to be able to to have the the resources to get out of that situation. And then he delivered me exactly what I prayed for. And God always tells us, you know, we're supposed to pray. And many people feel bad for praying for themselves or asking for prayer for themselves. And we shouldn't. We should want to um, pray for one another. And we do. But we should also accept being prayed for. Because just like when somebody wants to bless you with something, we want to pray for each other as well. And by not allowing somebody to, to bless you or not just financially bless you or with something, but a prayer is a blessing. 
And we yes. have to be able to speak out and, and let people know through asking for prayer what our needs are. So that way we can, as, as brothers and sisters of one another, we know how to pray for each other. And we should be, you know, wanting to pray. And, and I know many of us, all of us here, you know, do want to pray for one another. And sometimes we just have to take up that either it's a prideful thing or not wanting to put it, you know, fearful. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times I think it's just fear and that's fear as of the devil. We know that. And so we just have to step out of our comfort zone and put it out there and ask for those prayers and God will intercede. He interceded for me and he'll intercede for others. It may not be, when we want, but it's going to be at his time, which is going to be the right time. Yes. We just get so consumed with thinking we have to have things on our schedule, but we don't. We have to let him work in our lives. Let go, let God. Yes. <laughs> wow. I think there's a lot of us who needed to hear that little word today about patience and on God's timing and it's, it's so true. We're so, so true. We're so impatient. It's so tough, but you couldn't be any writer. You really couldn't. You're <laughs> yeah. so right. Yeah. I think that um, just the fact that you you went to God and was you were very specific on what you wanted, and you know, and it, a heart wrenching kind of a situation in prayer with Him, and that God came through and you you got to see that it was amazing and i think a lot of us need to hear that too today give us a little hope in the future yeah you know? there's definitely you know for those of y'all that are single and and are are waiting he's got that he's got that right person he's got them for you you just Keep patient. And, and I am one that is a very impatient gal. I like to play the instant scratch-offs <laughs> instead of doing like the lotto tickets because I want to know right then and there. I am, I like instant gratification. That's what I love about pressure washing. If you pressure washed, I'm your gal because I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. For being gross, nasty to yeah. like clean. It's like, yes, score. I also thought that um, as you were talking just now too, like, you know, we are, you know, called to be patient on the Lord and his timing, but we're also called to step into things. And that was one thing I wrote a note about is how brave you were that you, you were the one to reach out, you know, the first time with the call to the shop. And then the second time you asked him if you wanted to, you know, do something that, you know, you, it's not like you just you sit around on your front store, doorstep and wait for Mr. Wright to come riding up on the white horse. And, you know, God asks us to do that in not just even this, this kind of situation, but in other cases where we're asked to have faith in action, you know, and we're asked to step into something. So I think that was pretty amazing. I, I wrote this down that you were very brave and bold in doing that. So that's good encouragement. Thank you. Yeah, I, well, you know me, girl. I don't meet a stranger, really. <laughs> and, <laughs> That's right. At that time, especially, I was, I, I kind of got manipulated a little bit by the whole feminism movement, the 
that not the me too, I, I realized before me too happened, but I was like, I'm going to be this strong, independent woman. I don't need a man, you know? And so to really, for me at that point, I didn't really see it as a, as something odd, but it really, you know, the way things should go and the way things have gone, that it, it really is an oddity, especially in this area, because where I'm at, that kind of thing doesn't really go, you know, it's a very traditional community and, but it was great and it's worked out good. So yeah, you know, just like with, with Simon in the boat, you know, he wasn't catching any fish. He's just come up in the boat and it's like, Hey, cast your net out. And, and Simon's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I've been fishing all night. I ain't gonna catch nothing. You're a carpenter and you're going to come up here and tell me how to fish. <laughs> What? And then he did. And look at the windfall of fish that he got. It was just like more than they could even put in the boats. Right. Yeah. You know, we can't just sit around and wait. You know, we have to also be able to act and, but act on that faith and, and pray first. Right. Yes. God and, and seek his, his answer before you go into something. That's something that I'm learning now is, before I make any kind of decisions or something like that, my kids don't like it. They're like, that means no. And I'm like, no, that means I'm going to pray on it. And Brianna especially is like, I know what that means. It's like, well, if God doesn't want you to do it, then I guess that's a no, yes. Yeah. You know, but we, we got to start consulting him first instead of going with our own flesh and our own desires, you know, because we get in our own way so many times by doing that. Yeah, and yeah, I gotta say, um, I've I've also I've been so impressed by so many people that have come give their testimony when I ask them, and they say yes before I even finish the question. I've said that a couple times, but when we asked you, your response was, "I'm gonna pray on it first. I'll let you know." And that too that was, was awesome. like, "Oh, okay, I like that. <laughs> That's yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Father first, and then we'll see what he says." And yeah. and when you did that, I said, "She's coming. <laughs> She's coming." <laughs> Yeah. yeah, beautiful. I, I get the father first because uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here without him. I That's would be right. nothing without him. So, yeah. especially in these times, without can y'all imagine without having your faith, what some of these people must be going through? That I mean, I I'm think of that all the time. God, right now, because in this world and all this chaos and madness and. Oh, smoke and mirrors that goes on in the mainstream. It'd be a, a complete wreck right now without without having Jesus in your life. Amen to that. Yeah, absolutely. I often think, what would I, what would I do? What would I be without the Word? Man, so lost, so lost, so confused. What a blessing that the Lord has given us. That you know, the way to get to know Him. You know, and through the Holy Spirit, of course, you know, he leads us all into truth. But I think that's awesome that you're consulting with him, Nikki, before you do anything. That's such a good reminder for us, too. You know, when you said the um, detours? Yeah. There's a song about that. <laughs> oh, you would know, too. You got to me. It's sometimes <laughs> a detour is the road. I thought that was 
You've, Very poignant. You posted that, didn't you? I remember I did. you posting that. I did. I, I think I ex actually, I think I might have posted in the Godcast. I'm not sure about. You did, yeah, just a few weeks ago. You have to repost that. Yeah. Sometimes that's true. You know, sometimes the detour is the road. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. Thank you so much for sharing tonight. And RPGs, I wrote that down too because I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> See, not only are they useful in, in war, but look, this is war. I know. That's right. It is. War. So your RPGs. Yes. ABCs. <laughs> Accept, believe, and uh, confess. Accept. Act. As your oh, ABC. No, yeah. ABC. Yeah. Jesus as your savior. Believe that he was um, resurrected from the dead and confess your sins. That, that's well, what I do during that. But can you say that's that another again? awesome one. I'm writing that one down. Say that again, Nikki. The ABCs um, to accept the Lord into your heart, to believe that He was risen from the dead, and to confess your sins with your mouth. Beautiful. The ABCs of salvation, and that's just like <sighs> our we, verse. We we talk about it every Friday, don't we? Yes. That's mm -hmm. Beautiful. <laughs> It's awesome. I, I love it. And I thank you guys so much for having me on. Um, I enjoyed so much being able to talk with you guys and, and share. And I hope that um, part of my testimony has helped someone, whether it's somebody in the live show here or that's going to listen later, that something maybe touches someone. Um, if you're out there, if you're looking for your partner and the right person for you, don't give up hope. Um, they're out there. Just pray. Give God your list. If you've given your list, keep giving your list. Keep asking and keep mm -hmm. asking and he will deliver. It's just on his time, not ours. And like Tam said last week at her testimony, she talked about how, you know, she realized that the Lord was working on her spouse the whole time too, you know, that he was in preparation. And so we have to consider there's two sides of the equation. It's not just yourself, you know, so that's awesome. Thank you. Yes. Thank, thank you. you. Beautiful Go testimony. Ahead. I mean, you've helped me. <laughs> um, Mary can attest to this. I have a hard time praying for myself. <laughs> Did you see me looking at you over there on the Zoom? I didn't notice she that. Said that. No, uh, I didn't notice. Uh, I was I was kind of glaring at you, to be honest. Were you? Uh, <laughs> well, I see it, you know, because I do the the bend and knee prayers on Friday. Well, which is now going to be Saturday morning. So tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific, Scott's doing um, the bend and knee prayer on Saturday morning. But oh, okay. because I compose all of those, together i see a lot of them um where people are like i hate asking prayer for myself and i'm like yeah that's me y'all stop it stop it stop it stop it i'm gonna smack you smack smack, smack. <laughs> it is so true that you you know prayer praying for someone is a, a way to bless somebody i mean how many times do you even think that it's even said even in the secular world offhandedly if something happens to somebody they will say my prayers are with you I mean, that's, it's a thing. I mean, it's a, a real 
thing that people want to bless you with. And when they're actually really praying for you and really taking it to the Father for you, wow, that's what a blessing, you know? So, yeah. It really I'm is. I'm guilty of that too. I think um, we, I think we all are at points. So, definitely. We definitely are. And it's, it's easy to, to be like that, you know, because, we always look after everyone else and want to look after everyone else. You know, that's just, yeah. I mean, who most of us are, you know, we want to, to make sure everybody else is taken care of and we don't take care of ourselves. But part of being able to take care of yourself is you got to put your own oxygen mask on before you put others, you know, you've got yeah. to whole in the spirit before you can help someone else be whole in the spirit. So you got to be able if you want someone to ask you for prayer, you've got to be able to let your prayers be known too. You know, it goes, it goes both ways and it's hard. It's tough. Um, yeah. Yeah. A lot of times it's tough just to, you know, you don't want, you know, a lot of times like with me, especially, you know, I have a lot of health issues going on. And so I don't want to either ask for the same thing over and over again, or, take away from what I perceive as could be another prayer for someone else. But you know, this, this community that's together, they are prayer warriors that want to go pray. Amen and to that. It's free, you know, so it's, it doesn't take long and it's something that somebody could do even from if they're bed bound, you know, somebody could pray. And so if they can't do anything else, but pray, then let them pray. I love praying. So I, I just think it's it's important that we are all able to to ask for prayer as well as give prayer. I was I just had a vision of well not a vision, but I just had a, a thought of like a, a whole army, you know, and being outfitted with, you know, rifles and then the sergeant holding back the bullets. It's like, yeah, we need we need that. So Thank you for reminding us of that too. Nikki, thank honored. you so much for coming on and giving your testimony. We're honored. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely honored. Man, Nikki all in. She is all in. <laughs> yes. uh, for those of you that want to hear more of Nikki, uh, Sisters on Scripture, you can find her on Podbean. Knickknack on Podbean. Uh, check her out. You'll like it, man. You'll like it. It's one of my favorites. You know, there's, uh, who doesn't need more Scripture in their life? <laughs> you can never get enough Scripture in your life. You just can't. I just posted our salvation Scripture just now in the chat. Beautiful. The call line is open if there's anyone here tonight listening live that has not but would like to experience the grace of God to be saved and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Please call in. And for those listening on a recording, uh, you may be asking, how do I become saved? Well, first understand that you are a sinner. And don't feel bad. We're all sinners. <laughs> I don't think I got out of the house this morning without sinning. I mean, it's uh, it's an impossible feat. 
It's an impossible feat. And how amazing is it that the one man who never sinned became the sacrificial lamb for all of us to save us from our sin? So amazing. But please, first, understand that you are a sinner and ask for forgiveness for your sins. Repent. Repent of your sins. If I can, I'm going to read Romans 10, 9 through 10, that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. Nikki said it best, the ABC of salvation. Nikki, say that for us one more time. I love it. Except um, Christ as your Lord and Savior. Believe that he was risen from the dead and confess with your mouth your sins. That's so simple. So simple. That's how our salvation is. It's very simple. It's all freely. Y'all call them up. They will help you. You want to see your life do a complete 180? Uh, accept Jesus into your heart. Uh, if I can, please, our prayer of surrender. You can find this on our Telegram page. This is an official Godcast. Our prayer of surrender. Dear God, and uh, if, if you aren't saved, if, if you'd like to be saved, this is uh, something that you can just repeat with me as you're listening on the recording. Dear God, I come before you today with a humble heart and surrender my life to you. I believe that Jesus Christ was born free of sin, died on the cross as a payment for my own sin, and rose three days later. I believe in your gift of salvation and eternal life because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. God, today I repent and turn from my old way of life. Today I ask for new life through Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, God, for forgiving me and making me brand new. In Jesus' name, amen. If there's anything that myself or Mary or Nikki can do to help you along, please feel free to get in touch with us. We're here for you. We love you. We want salvation for you just as we have it for ourselves. There is no greater gift than God. I mean, who, uh, who doesn't want to live forever? This is eternal life we're talking about. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. All right, Mary. Would you like to close us out? Yes. Um, I just posted something in the chat. And uh, for those who are listening to the replay, it's called our Shore Up Squad. And uh, we're always we're always looking forward to when God's going to bring a caller in to the Godcast, but people are coming to Christ all over the place, all over the everywhere. And so we are, you know, this is not just about connecting people who come to Christ through the Godcast. This is just, this is a tool to help anybody who's new in the faith. And so I just wanted to encourage anybody, if you wanted to get on the squad, um, to give us a, a shout by email and, um, it's called the the Shore Up Squad, which stands for Salvation, helping us remain encouraged, uplifted, and prayerful. So, and the reason it's called Shore Up is because um, it, to shore up means to support something or keep something from under 
um, falling under or against it. So, and people need that right when they come to Christ. And so, um, I just want to encourage anybody to to come on board with that. We have a couple people already. We've got Little Red Rocking Chair and for the women, and we've got um, Boiler Man 09 for the men's. But um, we'd like to see that squad grow into um, a support system for people in there. So, yeah, and the support's important. You know, if I I, I can remember that when I was saved, that that first couple of weeks, those were the toughest, man. I mean, the devil wants you back, and he comes at you and tempts you with all your old sin, and and those those first couple weeks are tough, and it's it's really great to have someone there who's gonna who's gonna pray for you, um, who's gonna lead you through maybe some things that you need help with, mm-hmm. find the right scripture for you if you're a little unfamiliar with the word with the Bible, and uh, we've got some great people that that are ready for anyone out there or perhaps you're saved and um you're struggling you know we we're here for you too um i i spoke to someone today i was man what a great day i had uh, i gotta share this i was able to witness to somebody today awesome and, yes uh, please share I, I bumped into someone that was smoking i said I, I, oh i caught you smoking <laughs> they kind of like, yeah, you caught me. <laughs> and I says, that's all right. I said, I used to smoke. And I smoked for over 30 years. And they said, really? Does the smell bother you? I said, no, it don't bother me. Don't bother me one bit. They said, how'd you quit? I said, well, uh, you know, I got saved. And uh, when I when I wanted to get rid of my cigarettes, every time I had that temptation, I went to God. And I prayed, you know, it was just something simple like, you know, dear God, please help me. I know through your power and your grace that anything I want can be achieved through you. Lord, please take this away from me. And, uh, you know, before I even got done with my prayer, that urge was gone every single time. Every single time. I couldn't even finish my prayer. By the time I got done, it was gone. (laughs) And the first time it happened that I, like, I I did this like two or three times. And then I realized the urge is gone before I'm even done praying. And it, it just struck me. Like, how amazing is this? How amazing God is. Um, and after I realized that I just, I just kept going to him every time I had that urge. Yeah. And uh, he took it away from me. He took it away from me. And she said, you know, I, I, she goes, I, I used to have a really close relationship with the Lord. I, I used to pray before I even put my feet on the ground in the morning. And I, and I said, you know, that reminds me of uh, something somebody told me. And there was an analogy someone had told me. I, I can't remember where I heard it, but it was a story of an old man and an old woman, a married couple. You know, they had a regular cab pickup truck. And the old wife said to the husband, do you remember when we were young and, and we first started seeing each other and we used to sit next to each other and snuggle and hold hands? And <laughs> she said, whatever happened to that? And he said, well, I haven't moved my seat. Oh, yeah. And that's the way the Lord is. He's in the driver's seat and he's always there. He's, he's the, the, you know, one of the greatest things about God is he doesn't change. He's the same. He's sitting in the same spot. 
it's you who moved away. Right. You know, he's, he's still there and he's still waiting for you. All you got to do is scooch next to that guy, not the driver's seat. He'll put his arm around you and love you just like <laughs> you used to, just like, you know. So uh, don't be that old maid that scooched away into the passenger seat. Just scoot right back up into the Lord, you know. Yeah, beautiful. That's awesome that you shared all that with her today. And that's really yeah. awesome you shared it with us. You know, it's just... Uh, I mean, I, I know she didn't walk away. You know, I don't know. I don't know what happened after that, but uh, I could tell you she's thinking about it. Yeah. You know, that's why we're all here. Spread the gospel of Jesus. You know, plant some seeds. That's right. Plant some seeds. That's right. That's what we do. Yep. Awesome. Well, should we say a little prayer? Uh, just one second before you do. Sure. Ron, thank you for that testimony about smoking because I am a smoker. Are you? And my goal is to be quit before the new grandbaby arrives. So I have to quit by November. Not have to. I want to quit by November. And and that's exactly what I'm going to do is I'm going to just every time I get that temptation, I'm just going to pray. Yeah. It's not, you know, that. And I, I, I've done a lot of damage to my body over the years. I've done a lot of dumb stuff. Smoking was the absolute hardest thing to put down. The hardest. And I failed at it time and time. I can't, I can't count how many times I tried to, you know, I started smoking when I was probably 13, 14, 15 years old. I'm creeping up yeah. on 50 right now. No, uh, I guess I can't tell you the amount of times I've tried to quit and failed miserably every time and i've done everything i've taken got hypnotized acupuncture you know uh, nicotine patches nicotine gum I, I everything under the sun i've tried yeah me too but same thing i only tried to quit through god once and it worked <laughs> <laughs> like isn't that amazing i'll tell you how amazing yeah so yeah me too i smoked for like 30 years too same same exact story tried all the different kinds of things so lord delivered me from that nothing yeah, worked. lord delivered me so awesome yeah so I, that i y'all just give me i just learned from y'all and so thank you yeah hey we can awesome. pray for you yeah we're gonna pray pray about that tonight Thank you again, Nikki, for coming on. And we'll close here in a prayer, but please stick around in Zoom. We'd like to say uh, our goodbyes to people after we, after the Podbean quits. We'll uh, we'll chat for just a few minutes if you have some time. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Lord. Um, I've, we forgot to tell people to tag me if they need a prayer, but I think there's a lot of usuals here, and they probably already know that. But um, Regardless, God knows. God knows your need. And a um, couple things came to mind before we even started tonight. And so we'll pray about those things too. Okay, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for this space that you give us. Thank you for letting us hold it for people. 
Thank you for our friends that that come every Friday to support each other. Thank you for the new friends that we've made. Hope, you know, even tonight. And thank you for Nikki. Thank you for um, all the work that you've been doing in her life and just the, the joy that you've brought her through, you know, some dark times into the light. And she is such a bright light, Lord. I just praise you and I thank you for the work that you've done in her and that you're continuing to do. And I just ask for a blessing upon her and her family and um, all the animals that are in their family too and the kids and the grandbaby and um, just an extra portion of blessing upon them. And Lord, I specifically want to pray for Nikki's health tonight. We just want to lift Lift her body up to you right now, Lord. And in the name of Jesus, we pray healing over her from her head to her toes, every part of her body, mind, spirit, everything that would be restored in Jesus' name. Help her to function even uh, more than to even function, Lord, just um continue to give her the energy to just exceed and succeed in, in everything that she is doing right now, Lord. And we also pray for, um, she's expressed she wanted to quit smoking. So we're, we're just going to lift that specific thing up to you right now. We pray against addiction in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Addiction, you are struck down. Satan, you cannot have Nikki. You cannot have her body. You cannot have her lungs. You can have her mind. She belongs to the Lord. And this is the Lord's land. This is the Lord's territory. Jesus, you are in control of her life. And we we just reject anything from the enemy that would cause her to want to smoke, Lord. And every time she would, if she'd feel that urge, Lord, we Holy Spirit, just bring bring you bring you to mind to her mind that she'll be prompted to pray immediately about it lord and you know we're all broken lord and we all understand and so i just also want to uh, pray for you know support to come around nikki for this in you know in, in our virtual community here too but also just even physically in her community where she lives lord that she would find support in that and I just thank you in advance for that healing. And we also want to pray for Jeff tonight. And I don't think he was with us tonight in the chat, but um, we're just thinking about you, brother. And I know you might be listening later. So I just want you to know how much you're cared for and how much you're loved by the people in this community, but mostly by the Lord. And so, Jesus, just wrap your arms around him and bring him to a place of being without pain and without struggle, Lord. Um, just pray breath into his lungs in the name of Jesus, that they would just be operating in the way that they were created to. And we just reject anything from the enemy. You are rejected. You are struck down away from Jeff and away from his family. You cannot have him. He does not belong to you. He belongs to Jesus. And he's got work to do. And so you need to get out in the name of Jesus. 
We also want to pray for Kit Kat and her, um, she lost her brother. And um, Lord, you all have our timing down in this life. And um, it's hard when we lose people. And you know that, Lord. You know that personally. And so I just ask that you comfort her even more than you already have. I know that you have been. And also bring a support around her, Lord. And um, bring those good, joyous memories to her that she can dwell on. And I ask even for opportunities for her to share you in this time coming up. Um, many times when people, you know, die, we have opportunities to meet with friends and family that we haven't seen in a while. And so, Lord, I, I pray for opportunity for Kit Kat to show your glory to people and to for her to be able to share. She's coming on to share her testimony here next week, but... Lord, I pray for an advanced opportunity for her, that she'd be able to share what you've done in her life with people that are she's going to be coming in contact with even leading up to that. So thank you for those opportunities, and we know that she'll just do an awesome job with that, Lord. And we also want to lift up Jenny. There, You know, there's so many people we could lift up, Lord. I mean, it's hard to even pick just a few people to, to pray for. Um, so just know, whoever, all of you that are out there, we all we lift you all up in the name of Jesus. Um, right now, I want to um, specifically lift up Jenny and um, the pain that she's been going through, Lord. She's been going through a lot, and I, I ask for an increase of faith upon Jenny. Lord, increase her faith, increase her confidence that you're working in her life even though she you know if she can't see that you know this because of the health issues lord we just ask for healing upon her body right now in the name of jesus that she would be healed from the head to her toe and again satan you don't belong there either you can't have jenny i'm sorry but she belongs to the lord and so you can't have her and you can't Continue to stir up anything in her body. Get out in the name of Jesus. Fill Jenny with your, your beauty, your joy, your gentleness, your patience, your forgiveness, self-control, all these different gifts of, that you bring, Lord. Just fill her to the top, that there's no more room for anything else but you. And we just love her. And thank you for the, the friendship that we've been able to develop and just bring even more people around her to support her, Lord, even just right where she is right now in her space. Thank you, Lord. We thank you in advance for that. And I don't know what her plans are, if she's planning to come to Kansas, Lord, but we'd love to get our hands on her and pray for her. So however you can make that happen, Lord. We'll, we're going to wait for that. And also just want to lift up anybody who's listening to this. And if you want, if you want what Nikki talked about tonight, it's so easy. You just need to give yourself to the Lord. And so, Lord, I ask for a stirring among those people right now. 
that their hearts and their minds would be stirred and that they would want to know more about you. Because you're it. You're the number one thing. It's all about you, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That was beautiful. Powerful. If I've forgotten anybody, I, if it comes to my mind right away, I'll be praying for you. Just know that that's true. I'm praying for you, Ron. <laughs> Just oh. saying. Mary, thank you for putting up with me. I'll tell you what. I don't know how you do it. Oh, but I don't know how you put up with me either. So. Nikki, you're easy. We love you. Yeah, no, you're she's awesome, easy Nikki. to put up with. Uh, me and Mary, not so much. I'm not so easy to put up with. But most of the time, I, uh, kinda, I let the monkey roll off my back usually. And you two are such a <laughs> blessing. too short to get angry. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Thank you, Mary. You're such a blessing. You are too, Ron. I love your heart for the salvation. <laughs> Nobody does it like that. It's pretty awesome. I'm, I'm so happy that you got to share that too, just with that, that person today that you talked about. So, thank you for sharing that testimony. Yeah, you know, I'm in a really small bubble. I, I don't really get to talk to too many people. Yeah, I see some customers every now and then when I'm working. Uh, and uh, but I'm always looking for an opportunity to pray with somebody. Um, anytime anybody gives me a little glimpse of the grief in their life, I always ask, "Hey, can I pray for you?" Yeah. <laughs> and then I hold out my hand like I'm going to shake it, and then I just grab it and pull them in real close and start praying. <laughs> I don't know if they know what's going to happen when it happens, but it's my little sneaky way of getting a hold of someone and praying for them. And uh, and uh, I love doing that. Awesome. And uh, yeah, I, I, I love praying for other people. I, I very seldom, very, very rarely do I ever pray for myself or even. I, I, Mary's asked to pray for me. I said, don't, no, 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 don't. This isn't about me. It's about God cast. Don't be praying for yes. me out of here. I, this is just, just, just yeah. we're just here to pray for, everyone, for other people. The, a little inside baseball. This is a thing. So yeah. I, I think that you were an answer to prayer tonight, Nikki, on many <laughs> levels. So. Uh, Thank oh. you. Well, that was God. That wasn't me. I know. Isn't he awesome? Yes. He is, is awesome. I was okay. I was telling Mary one time, I said, you know, I have this movie that I love. And, uh, you know, I watch it every Christmas. Griswold's Christmas Vacation. Who doesn't love that movie, right? But it's one of my favorite movies when I was growing up. And, you know, not so much now. I don't think it's been years since I watched it. But, you know, uh it's it's that tradition every christmas you watch that and you're always laughing every part and stuff but it's it's nothing like the first time that i saw the movie you know the first time i saw that movie i was on the ground rolling around in the fetal position just feet in the air laughing <laughs> you know crying laughing so hard it was just so funny um and I, someone had come on here a couple of weeks ago to give their testimony and they were speaking about um drugs and and like the first time that they did a drug, it was they gotten such a high from it. And then they spent their whole time chasing that first high. Kind of like when I watched this movie over, I, you know, chasing that first time that I watched it. Um, 
God is so amazing that every time he does something, it's like I'm being amazed for the first time. Every time. It's like the first time. That's how amazing he is. It just blows me away every time. There's nobody like him. Gives me goosebumps. Yeah. Brings tears in my eyes. And it's just, it's the first time every time when I'm amazed by him. Yeah. That's yeah. how glorious he is. <laughs> oh, man. I'll tell you. Uh, that again, was a very good analogy Nikki, there. thank you for being here. Mary, you're a yeah. blessing. For everyone that's listening live in the recording, thank you so much for being a part of this. We love you all. Uh, reach out to us if you need us. We're here for you. Okay. All right, I'm going to close this out with a good one. Who wants to hear a good song tonight? I do. All right, Nikki, stick around. We want to say goodbye to you. Wait a second. I was just going to say. Wait a second. <laughs> I was just going to, something's missing. I got my eyes dried and uh, I got something to say to you folks. My dearest yeah. friends, let us not forget we're here for one reason and one reason only. And that is to spread the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So please get out there and tell somebody your testimony today. There you go. All right. Now awesome. we can kick the song. That's right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Love you. When they ask me for my testimony, I'm going to tell them. I'm going to tell them. When they ask me for my life story, I'm going to tell them. I'm going to tell them. It's all about Jesus, Jesus, greatest love I found. All about Jesus, Jesus, He turned my life around. He's my savior, He's my friend. Jesus, Jesus. When they ask me the meaning of living, I'm gonna tell them. I'm gonna tell them when they ask me the secret of this joy that's overflowing. I'll tell them, I'm gonna tell them it's all about Jesus, Jesus, greatest love I found. All about Jesus, Jesus, he turned my life around. He's my savior. This is good news, good news, good for you and me. This is good news, good news, come on and believe. This is good news, good news, all you ever need. Jesus, Jesus, it's all about Jesus, Jesus. Greatest love I found all about Jesus, Jesus. He turned my life around. Oh, he's my savior, he's my friend, Jesus, my Jesus. Let my whole life fall to hell. He 
All right. Once again, thanks everybody for coming and joining us. Thank you for listening on the record. And we hope to see you next week, 7 p.m. Eastern time right here on Podbean. Yep. Make sure you try to hit Han Conley's show here too. Yeah, we still got time. I know. Yeah, 20 minutes. We'll see you over at Conley's show. Yeah, head on over. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.